Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. Thank you so much for joining me in another episode. This week, I have the absolute pleasure and honor of talking to my womb coach. Guys, I'm telling you, I've been wanting to do this episode for the longest time. I think for like six months now, because I've just been waiting for this episode specifically to come out. Like everyone's talking about feminine energy and connecting to the divine. And that is the journey that I have been on. And I'm telling you, it has completely shifted my life, the person that I am, the way that I experience earth now. Like, Oh my goodness, I've just been wanting to explain this like transformation, this journey, what it was like for so, so, so long. So I'm so excited to have this conversation. Thank you, Anna, for being here and doing this with me. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me back in your podcast. And it's been a wild ride and I'm so excited to be here today and to bring for this conversation, which is so needed and so exciting. So thank you so much. Oh my goodness. It is absolutely so, so, so needed. And the journey of how we actually got here. So, you know, for those of you that don't know, Anna's already been on the podcast, but her title has changed a little bit because we've been on a journey since then. I'm like, all right, let's, let's start from the start. I really want to explain how this like journey unfolded because this is just how the universe works. If you allow it to, if you let the universe just take you on this journey and let it lead you down the right path and this is exactly like the story of Anna and I and how we came to be and how we went on this journey and now to just see you blossom into the woman you are right now and like doing what you're doing it's just it feels emotional thinking about it like we just did a live on Anna's um, Instagram and both of us hadn't actually sat down and reflected on the transformation you know where we started and as you were bringing up those like old things that I was doing you know just like what a couple of months ago that that freaked me out. I was like, oh my goodness, like that was me. I was genuinely there. Like it was, it was crazy to think about, uh, to think about the growth and the transformation. Cause I think, you know, we get so caught up in the, obviously the now, which is great, but it's also really powerful to think about, wait, hold on. I've grown so much in such a short amount of time. Oh my God. (laughs) Yes. Like, uh, since the, since the episode, which I think it was what July, uh, 2021 and now currently we're in February 2022 it's been like it's been a journey and I cannot believe how like when you follow the steps and when you follow the guidance and when you do the thing that is that you're most scared of then things unfold and then you know the journey which is always there like the mission the purpose you always know it your soul knows it it just like we play dumb as a human. Our human self plays dumb because it is scary as fuck to, to lean into that, right? And at the beginning of the journey, and, and for anyone tuning in, I would love to introduce myself and say my name is Anna Gazol and I'm a sacred feminine coach or mentor and I guide women in the journey of womb awakening. And uh, the whole last year I was 
trying, you know, to, to really step out and create my business. But, and I was doing a lot with my astrology. I was doing things with spirituality. But it was actually through a reading that I had with this beautiful uh, Shule that actually I connected deeply, deeply into my purpose and there was no way back. Like there was no way back. And if you tap into that, if you listen to that podcast, I was saying how Shule is a, is a mirror in Mayan astrology and how she mirrored and has this gift of mirroring people, their, their truth. So uh, I went on this magical journey of unfolding and connecting to my purpose. And then it was so beautiful to, to start to work together and then to see the transformation that you went through inside the program and also me as I was starting to really come really confident in the teacher role. And there was a whole like, you know, journey that unraveled from from just a few months. And sometimes we forget about it. Sometimes we forget about the fact that actually we overcome so much in, in a month. And then uh, it's so amazing to, to really witness the transformation. So thank you so much for having me here today, because I'm so excited for, for what we're about to talk. Oh, no, that was such a beautiful introduction. And thank you for saying all those kind words. And it's true. It's that that it's so scary to step into what you already know. Like I have this theory that everyone knows what they should be doing. They've always known they have it deep there, but they have all these stories in their head as to why they can't be doing the thing. So just to give you, obviously, um, Anna's given you the background, but that's exactly what happened. So I met Anna through that podcast. We connected, we gelled so well. And and then we did a soul reading. And at this time, I was just learning how to do soul reading. So I was like, hey, would you mind? Like, I don't really know anything about you. Could I read your soul? And, you know, she's like, yep, sure. So when I read her soul, I was just like, fuck, I've got to tell this girl that she's doing not the right thing for her. Like, not that that stuff isn't great. Like, that stuff is amazing, right? And it has a place, but it wasn't for you, right? Your stuff was in like the sacred sexuality, connecting to the womb. And it was just when I saw you in that power, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is your purpose. This is what you should be doing. And when I told you that, you know, you went through a massive like death of like letting go of this old version that you were holding onto and really, truly stepping into who you are. So yeah, it's, it's emotional seeing you in this role and like after having that reading and going on that journey. But just to give you things from my point of view for the listeners at home, what ended up happening was I, I follow spirit, like, you know, spirit, tells me to do something. My higher self, the universe tells me to do something. I do it. No questions asked. I'm like, I do it. Okay. If it's telling me to go a certain way, I follow them this, this far, you know, it's like changed my life completely. I'm going to do it. So basically I get these messages and this is when I absolutely need to do something because it's going to really, really trigger this like mass awakening transformation. Like this is something that's something that my soul needs to do. So I did exactly that. I, w- I woke up in the middle of the night. It's kind of like I get shaken awake. Um, it's happened a couple of times. It happened with YouTube and just a couple of little things, right? So YouTube has taken a while, but that's okay. We're getting there. But anyway, so they like kind of sh- they've shaken me awake and then 
then um, they're like, you have to do this, this course with Anna. And truth be told, Anna didn't even have the course. She didn't even have the course created. So I just knew that I had to do this course with Anna because, and she needed to be my teacher specifically. And I, because I saw her and her higher self and her truest expression, I was like, she's like, she's made for this role. She needs to do it. So I just contacted her and I was like, hey, I want to work with you, but I want it to be this. And guys, I was shit fucking scared. I had no idea what any of that meant. Honestly, I was like, you know, she was talking about putting blood on your face and things like that, which we're going to get into. And I like your menstrual blood I'm talking about. And I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? I want to explain like my, my thought process behind actually agreeing to do this. This is how much I trust my guides, guys. <laughs> like I don't, I don't mess around. If I get some guidance, I'm like, no matter where it's taking me, I'm going to go do it <laughs> no matter how uncomfortable I am. Honestly, it <laughs> it was insane the way that you uh, approach it because uh, yeah, like truth be told, it, there was I was uh, I had already been in this business course. I was creating my offers. You know, I was I was really stepping into this teacher role. I wanted to teach. I wanted to share, but it wasn't clear, right? And then you came along, and then you're like, I want to work with you, and I was like, <gasps> like she's trusting me, like <laughs> like what, <laughs> like secretly I've always been wanting to do this work and actually in this business course uh there was a question that she said that if you were not scared what would you do and it was all about sacred sexuality and I was feeling so like I kid you not like I was dying inside and it was a whole journey of death and rebirth and just you coming to me and saying no yeah I've read your soul like I've seen that and then we've had journeys with past lives and we went into this journey in which I had done this work previously and it's like, you know, I want to do this with you and I had not the course, like I had to create the whole thing and it was a whole journey of like initiation, module after module and we went through it together and it was so beautiful and it was so amazing because you trusted yourself and you were like, no, 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 I know I have to do it with you. And I was like, how does she trust me more than I trust myself? Because back then I had no proof that my methodology that I had taken myself through, through throughout the years and throughout the journey of embodying uh, the feminine with the menstruation, with the practices and so on, like that was something I, ha I kept secret. No one knew about it. And it was almost like coming out of the spiritual closet, but more of like the, the womb priestess closet. <laughs> I, I love that description because yeah, this, this was something that you naturally embodied. This was just who you were. Like the way that Anna describes, well, why don't you describe it? You know, the, the way that people would come up to you and just be like, oh, this is like, you, you just naturally so like confident and you're just so embodied in your own like expression. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah. Like uh, people would say that it, it, it comes natural to me to talk about sexuality and actually I would love to share a story like about the breadcrumbs and, and purpose. It's so interesting because when I was 12 years old, I remember not long ago that during a school break, uh, during like the lunch break, I would gather women and I had the time of like sexual education and I would teach already. And that was there and I didn't really know. And now thinking about it, I'm like, wow, you know, like the breadcrumbs. And it came really natural to me. And it was something like, you know, like I always wanted to do, but it was, yeah, it was so interesting how things shifted and how like, you know, 
you don't have proof, but you know you're good at something and you know you can take people through transformation and then you start to get proof. And the more people I started to work with, the more I'm like, wow, this is magic. Oh my God, like this is not just one person, not only myself, but also her and also her and different women with different things, uh, issues, blockages that would unravel and would unfold. And yeah, it's been a, a whole beautiful journey and, and just taking you on this journey and we going on this journey together and seeing your transformation of like at the beginning with the blood and with the menstrual blood, a lot of people have resistance. And this is something I want to say that a lot of there's a lot of pleasure uh, coaches out there and they are doing an amazing job. But there's something missing and it is the connection with menstruation. A lot of the people only talk about pleasure without embodying menstruation. And this is really, really important. And this is a key aspect. What makes us women or womb carriers, it is the fact that we are bleeding and we are cyclical beings. So if we don't have a cyclical life and we don't have respect for our blood and we feel shame, these lower frequency vibrations, actually we're rejecting being women and therefore, how can we tap into pleasure, but we're rejecting ourselves? So um, this is like the, the, the first step. And this is the step with all the women have a lot of resistance because we've been so programmed. And I love your journey. And I would love to share about your journey. And, and also, yeah, if you want to uh, share, if you feel, you know, the call to share about the blood, because this, this was so transformational. I love that you're highlighting that because I think that that is definitely what is missing now that you think about it. People are talking about, you know, the pleasure aspect, but how can you fully be in a receptive mode like that without fully, fully accepting exactly who you are in every aspect? You know, when we're bleeding, we're our most vulnerable. That's how I feel. I, I look at it like a snake almost like, you know, when a snake is like shedding and they're like letting go of it because they're, they're very vulnerable. They hibernate in that time. Like we are literally like the snake right um and I know I'm like the crazy girl with the snake but I've like I've watched her and I've I've, I've witnessed I her <laughs> I know you're the only person that loves her with me because everyone's always like what the fuck like you crazy but she's she's exactly like that like when she's shedding off those old layers when she's shedding her skin she hibernates she becomes really slow and that's definitely this story for women as well because like during that time, we are, we're, we're shedding, we're shedding um, things that have come up that month. We're shedding just everything. It is such a gift to be able to shed like that, to be able to let go like that, to be able to have that recalibration every month. But we have been programmed and taught to think that it's such an inconvenience because we've just been plonked in this like patriarchal society where we're not honored in that, right? We're not, you're like clicking, you're like, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you cannot see me, but I'm like, yeah. yes, fuck yes. <laughs> yeah, like we've been programmed. Like we are intended to go in a masculine way because we are living in a linear life where we go to work and we do the things and so on. But if you think about it, like we are cyclical beings and if we can harness the power of like our ovulation, this is insane. Like when we get to utilize our hormones and our hormonal cycle, and that's why I also feel like birth control is not so good because you're not cycling with nature, right? And this is a whole other topic, but cycling and understanding your cycle and going against what society tells you, which is going linear, go, 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 be productive, blah, 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 and, and whatnot. It's just like, it is, society is not made for women. 
And it doesn't respect women in that sense because we are cyclical beings and we cannot be productive the same with, throughout our cycle. And if, you, if I tell you you can be productive for two weeks and you can go ahead and, and you can like run a marathon and then you have to go into your cave, that's, you know, like as you know that, then, you know, you start to bring that awareness and then you don't feel resentment and frustration in which you can have and you can experience and then PMS starts to happen and, and the rejection of the blood and the, the, the pain and the disconnection from the womb starts from, from there. Beautifully put and beautifully said. And that's the journey that Anna took me on because I was that person who didn't connect to my blood. I had a really bad relationship. I didn't even connect to my Yoni. I didn't, could, didn't like had no like any, any sort of feeling in that area I had blocked off. And in sp- especially to my period, I just felt like it was such a burden. Every single month, my periods would hurt. I would bleed so, so, so much. And it was just, it wasn't a nice time for me. I always felt down because, you know, during that time, I don't feel sexually active. And then I would feel like I was like, you know, not performing for my partner. I know it sounds fucked up, but we genuinely like think about these things when we're going through that time. And now, oh my goodness, like just that reframe, right? Having that respect for the blood. And in order to gain respect, you need to take back the power, right? Do the things that people, and this is what Anna taught me to do, right? And this is the thing that was probably one of the most things that I was resistant to. It was actually like connecting to the blood in such a physical and visceral way. Now, Anna was like, yeah, basically, do you want to, do you want to explain? I'm like, do I talk about it? Do you want to explain it? <laughs> yeah. Like, if, yeah, if you want to share it from your experience, I, I would love to, to hear it. And then I can comment a little bit. Yeah. I would love yeah. to. For you to I'd love it. to. No, no, I'd love to explain it. I'm just like, I'm so passionate about this as well. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's completely changed my life. But basically, um, you know, Anna was really uh, guiding me through these uh, practices to actually connect to the blood itself. And I mean, like touching the blood, smelling the blood, like putting it on your face, right? Painting with the blood, uh, giving the blood to the earth, uh, free bleeding as well, like bleeding without any restriction all of these like little practices and to be guided through it in such a safe container. Like I felt so safe and held by you. I felt so seen as well. And, you know, it was, it was hard and I didn't, I didn't even realize because now it's so like, it's so normal for me to have my blood just, you know, in the fridge. Like I'll always, I'll always um, collect it whenever I have my bleeds and I'll always like, you know, whatever I'm feeling called that month, if I feel like I want to paint with it, if I want to like, you know, put it on my face, if I, whatever I want to do with it, I'll do it. But, um, you know, I used to feel so embarrassed. I used to feel so triggered. I was like hiding the blood in the corner of the, the fridge at the start. I didn't want my partner to see. And it was this whole thing of shame. But as like we had that live and we were reflecting on where I was and now what I'm doing, like my blood is just there up front and center. It's not hidden. I don't have excuses for it anymore. It's just like, yeah, this is what I do. This is how I respect myself and my blood. This is how I take back my power as a female. And, you know, maybe people don't understand it, but if it feels right to you, then that's all that matters. And honestly, like even if we do that, because I know some people can get triggered with partners, you know, partners get triggered, but they're just reflections of you. So at the start, he was extremely triggered that I had my blood there and he was like, you know, making the biggest fuss about it. But I changed my thought process on it when I started to fully, fully, fully respect it. 
he, not even a word, not even a peep. I wanted to tell you that, Anna, like he doesn't even mention it. It's just front center in the fridge. He doesn't even mention it. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? Like I, 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 I totally remember the moment where, you know, you were putting in the fridge and, and it was like this whole thing, you know, what happens if like the family sees it and what happens? And there was this moment of like, do I hide or do I claim it? Do I take my power back, right? And I have experienced that with partners as well. And back then I was not embodied in my womb sovereignty like I am now. And now it's like, this is, this is me. These are my boundaries. This is right. But in the moment I was still honoring my blood. So I kept in, I kept it in the fridge. And I remember, um, an ex partner being really triggered. Like, what the fuck are you doing leaving your blood here? And I was like, Oh my God. Like, uh, you know, and then there's so much shame around it. And it's so amazing because it is only the reflection of yourself so as you said like people will have like I I mean menstruation it's it's so shameful and I'm gonna share why because it is so powerful because it is the time of the month in which the cervix opens up and the cervix is connected to the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is connected throughout the whole entire body and what it's doing as, as it's opening up, it's also allowing for us to access higher states of consciousness because the, the cervix opens and the, the vagus nerve is connecting all through all the body and all the pleasure and also the receptors, the receptors of, of like feeling good and all of those neurotransmitters that exist and those sensors. So uh, when we are experiencing uh, our blood, our, our shedding in the month, the cervix opens and, and the blood starts to uh, drip from the uterus walls all the way to the vagina and then out. And in that moment in time, as it opens up, there is also something that happens in the heart because in Chinese reflexology, the heart is connected to the, to the, cervix, to, to the cervical area. And then the heart opens as you open the cervix and you are so sensitive because your heart is immensely open your field is connected to these higher states of consciousness and therefore like it's the powerful time of the month it is the month of this it is the the time of the psychic and women would gather in red tents when they were bleeding just to be an oracle for the tribe so this potency of like menstruation it's so important and it's not talked about and um, it is so interesting because then there's been shame and there's been in the rite of passage of the monarch where women should be initiated into this knowledge. It has been completely blocked. Why? Because if we have shame, we don't access its power. And it is so empowering, even though you may feel shame. And when we are talking about this, you may feel maybe you feel a little bit triggered by it. And I understand. But the moment you tap into the power, things like the journey like Shule has gone through, like now, like, like I cannot believe, like I have a picture that she sent me with like a little dot <laughs> in her forehead of blood, like Anna, I did it, I did it. <laughs> and now look at her. I remember that moment that I like put that little bendy. It took me so much courage to like even put my hand in the blood and like just put it on my forehead. And I was like, oh no, because it is, there is so much shame around it. And thank you so much for getting into that depth. And it felt so good to hear it again. But guys, this is like a little bit of a sneak peek into all of the magic and wisdom that you will absorb through Mystic Priestess. I'm telling you, like just the things that you will learn, like it'll just make, it'll like light that fire in your like inner witch that has been like suppressed you know you're in a like Lilith that hasn't been able to be expressed like that's exactly how it felt the entire course 
course. I was like, oh my goodness, I've been suppressed. And I'm just like, no, like, how do I fight back? How do I fight the power? I'm just like, if I can fight the patriarch, I will. <laughs> um, so that's, that's literally like what it was like. It was, it was this reclamation of power to be able to, you know, it, it, to be able to put that, um, shame to bed. I remember the first day that I fully put it on my face, like properly put it on my face. I literally felt the movement of all of my ancestors that have been suppressed. Now, you know, some of you might not know my story. Some of you may not, but I am Turkish. Like my parents are Turkish. I'm Australian, but they were both born in Turkey. So I have a lineage of women that come from Turkey. And unfortunately, my particular lineage was quite suppressed by men, right? Um, or by the masculine. So, you know, lots of sexual assault, lots of sexual abuse and just suppression in general, not being able to use your voice. So this was another reason why I knew it was so important for me to do this sort of work, right? Because it was like, I, I had to, I'm, you know, I have to heal this for my ancestors because it's something that's played out in my own life as, you know, as it does. So I knew that I was the one to heal it. Cause I don't want this to be passed off to my offspring and just, I don't want the, the cycle to continue. Right. But I remember, I remember that day of putting the blood on my face. I literally could feel it was like a wave of like, just a wave of like anger and like release. And I can't even describe it. It was so fucking magical, so potent. And when I felt that, I was like, this, this is different. This is beyond anything that I could have even, this is beyond anything I could have expected. Like going into this course and like actually like doing this work. Like I just, I've said it, I keep saying it. This is something that every woman needs to do. It is so fucking vital in stepping into this next phase and stepping into this new evolution. We need to be able to accept all parts of ourselves, And this is probably the biggest part of women that people shame, that men shame, that women shame right? And men do shame it. Like my partner was shaming it, saying it's disgusting. It's gross. It's gross, you know, because that's how they've been programmed as well. How can we expect to change the narrative around, you know, things like this unless we do it ourselves? And that's something that Anna taught me. And I've really, really like embodied that through this journey. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for uh, sharing and bringing that into the awareness that this work that we are doing is ancestral healing. And what that means is that our DNA is encoded with uh, trauma. We have epigenetically been absorbing trauma through generations. We carry the same blood that our ancestors carried. So the blood is not yours. The blood is from your parents and from your mother and then from above and beyond, right? So this same blood, which is with your own DNA, but this same blood is carried, right? And I'm talking about like the normal regular blood but then imagining that this dna carries those codes when you start to do this work you epigenetically start shifting the trauma and uh, i love that you brought up the topic on um on uh having uh trauma sexual trauma because uh with the journey of the womb um, there is a next journey. Okay, the first one is accepting this part that is so shamed and that it is, you know, like uh, so necessary. And, and 
After that, there is the part of really awakening to the power and releasing the trauma. And this is so important because in the wombs, we carry, uh, in the connective tissue, in the fascia, we carry emotions. So if we have ever experienced any trauma, if we have been entered without uh, presence or without us really wanting it, but we did it because yes, or it, maybe it's a person that you do it and maybe it's like, you know, um, then it's, it's almost like you disconnect to the womb and the womb starts to, to lose sensitivity. And therefore you start to, you need to start reconnecting to these to the woman, to the sensations once again. I love that you mentioned that the, the fact that, you know, the womb has muscle memory, it remembers those moments and something that you highlighted to me that also hit different. Cause I think we always like focus on, you know, other people, you know, entering without our consent or that sexual assault that's coming from external. But something that you mentioned was like, look at every time that you've entered your womb without her permission right? Because I was so disconnected from that area. And I used to like, you know, just put tampons up there and just like, there was no respect, there was no connection. And when I started to connect back to that area and try to do, um, you know, like try to release all the emotion that's, you know, in the womb, oh my goodness, I was like, wow, the amount of times I've personally disrespected that area. And this then goes into, you know, how we do one thing is how we do everything. Like, you know, not respecting ourselves in that way. Totally, yes. And uh, like even with the menstrual cup, right? Like even sometimes I still catch myself, like even though like I have this awareness, you know, that I need to respect my womb, I still catch myself. Oh, I put the menstrual cup and it was like, you know, like I didn't respect it. And the, the important thing is that you're aware, right? And now you are aware, but I was not aware either in the past. And there's this, uh, this connection that happens when we are not really fully respecting the womb. And I love that the, you bring that topic because, yes, if you have a womb and if you enter and you ever put a finger in there, maybe the best thing that you can do from now on is to ask for permission to put, place a hand on top of your womb and say, hey, uh, I'm going to or just simply inform, hey, I'm going to enter. That's it. It's just a moment of pause. Exactly right. And that moment of pause is everything. And once you start doing it with yourself, and if you're in a, you know, I can only speak to people who are in um, a relationship because that's what I've experienced, right, with my partner. So if you're thinking, you know, how do you do that in a partnership? You just do it with communication. You say, like, this is where I'm at with my womb and I, I want respect. Like, honestly, she has to be, like, asking for it. Like, she wants, it has to be like she's she's wanting it. And you can feel the difference between when it's a no and when it's a yes. And they can feel the difference as well. Like, once you really start to become attuned to this area, he can feel the difference now as well when it's a yes and when it's a no. And he will literally take his time, like, like slow as fuck. I'm not kidding you. Like, I'm, like, slow as fuck. He'll wait until, like, he's allowed. So, it's so funny ah. like it's it's so nice to have that like sort of respect as well coming from you know a masculine figure like it, it's really really healing and the thing is I love that because the thing is like we complain and we um, make others responsible for our pleasure and everything but we have we can only go as far as we have taken ourselves so if we have not explored in terms of like sacred intimacy with ourselves if we have not gone in a journey of presence of caressing our body slowly and really taking our time to really arouse ourselves because as women and if you're listening uh, to this know that we take at least 
40, to, 40 minutes to an hour to physiologically start to heat up. And I, I love this analogy because women, we are like a pot of boiling water and men are like a firework. So men's sexual energy is already ready and they can be visual and, you know, like they, they get really activated and this is how they are designed. And uh, with women, it is a pot of boiling water and it takes a while to warm up. But when she's warm, then you can start riding the tantric waves of a multi-orgasmic nature. And this is like a, a, an orgasm that it is a full body orgasm. It is a, an orgasm that it is not a peak release. Like maybe you can relate like a clitoral quick orgasm release or you, a nourishing orgasm that it is your whole entire body. And when you've taken yourself there, you can take your partner there and you don't make him or her responsible for that. You actually own it, you know, like you own your pleasure and you educate. That's what I loved about working with you the most, because I think I was in the, like my trauma was blaming the masculine, blaming the masculine for not like, you know, knowing what to do with me or not knowing like what I want. Right. And it's just because, and you called me out and you were like, well, how can he be present with you? If you can't be present with yourself, if you don't know what you want, if you can't show up for yourself, like everything's a reflection. Right. So it wasn't until like I started to like communicate and go through that journey. Was I able to then take him through it as well and obviously like we're still learning and we're still like growing we've been in like a nine-year partnership so a lot is changing and I love that analogy that you gave yeah women are like a boiling water and um, men are like a firework and you can see that you can really see that so it does take some um, patience and reframing and it's, it's practice but I remember like, yeah, even if we're going into like uh, talking about sexuality now and just being in that like sexual um, energy because that was everything for me. I grew up just background. My mom, um, obviously she has some like pretty horrific sexual experiences. So not wanting me to have them, she kind of like tried to scare me from sex and she made it me feel like it was really, really like such a shameful thing. Like you shouldn't do it. I was never like sexually active with anyone in high school besides my, my partner. Like I never explored with anybody because of this like fear around sex and thinking that it was so, so, so bad. And even then when I entered my partnership, I felt wrong for being sexual and feeling sexual energy. I felt dirty. If I was like, you know, if I was having a moment of like feeling horny, you know, for whatever reason, if it just came on, I would feel dirty. I would feel wrong. I would feel like, you know, why, why are you feeling that way? And I like, can I just say like going through mystic priestess has completely shifted the way that I experience sexual energy now. First of all, sex life is just like up here. I'm like the orgasms that women can have, like you have no idea. It's, it is amazing, right? But that in a, <laughs> like of itself, <laughs> you wanted to say something? I, I just wanted to say that, yeah, like uh, I love it. And, and it is so insane that, uh, you know, you don't know until you know. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, I didn't know it was switched off of my womb. I, I have a lot of women coming and like, yeah, I think I'm, I'm connected. I have a sexual energy. And, you know, they start using yoni eggs and they start resensitizing the, mm-hmm. the, the area. They start using uh, crystal wands to do the armoring and yoni mapping, which is reconnecting their neuronal pathways and awareness all the way to the womb and the brain and really connecting. And then you start to see how spontaneously you have orgasms. And with breathing, like things start to awaken. And it's like, you know, it's a process. But 
like as you say it's like I didn't know that was possible I didn't know like full body orgasms were possible and it isn't it insane oh it it's literally life-changing I'm like every woman needs this every woman needs to know this this is why I've been so passionate about it because I'm because sexual energy is life force energy like that is the most like you were literally brought into this world through sexual energy it is like like it makes sense now to think about why it's been so distorted in um society you know trying to keep us in this like linear 3d matrix right it makes sense if you think about it but like when you awaken to the power of sexual energy that was um something that i wanted to get comfortable with because as my yoni was waking I would experience, you know, like this insane, like, you know, you know, orgasms or like this insane, like sexual energy that just felt like stagnant in my sacral chakra. And I just felt like, oh my God, like I I was like trying to get away from it so badly. But now I literally do like practices where I will initiate like sexual energy and I won't release, like not even have the orgasm because that's another thing, you know, when we go into like these like moments with people, we're just searching for the orgasm. We're searching for the release, right? Because we've been programmed to do that because we're trying to get away from the energy and actually like something's coming to my mind as well I always looked at my sexual friends who I you know who could talk about sex and all of that because I couldn't do any of that prior to this um I always looked at them and they would like you know use vibrators and as women and I used to be like fuck like I I can't do vibrators and da 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 And I thought that they were embodied in their sexuality, but they actually weren't when I actually started to learn properly about, you know, how a woman's body works, how our yonis work, you know, this relationship with the yoni. Um, Because, yeah, I I did. I ended up purchasing a vibrator thinking, you know, this is going to make me connected to my sexuality. And it was fucking awful. Like, it was awful. It was 20 seconds. It was so fast. And I was like, what? What is this? Like, when I first used it, I was like, this this is not not embodied sexuality as women. This is, you know, trying to search for the release, like a quick release, and then off you go on your merry way. But there is something so potent, so magical, and so special about being in that sexual energy. The increase in magnetism you have, the amount of manifestations that I've achieved, like through embodying this sexual energy, I'm telling you, like, this is like your ticket to the universe. <laughs> oh my god like you know I'm I'm kind of getting emotional right now like uh, hearing you speak I'm like <laughs> you know like wow like um it's been just, a journey we've been on this yeah. bloody journey together honestly like when we were speaking about it in the live last night for me I was getting emotional because I was like shit like I cannot remember I can't believe that it it, it like I was there like People in my life now are shocked to hear me even have this conversation on a public platform because that is how embodied I was in my sexuality. Guys, I've been with my partner for nine years and I couldn't have sex with the light on. I couldn't look at myself naked. I couldn't have him look at me naked. I was so, so, so like unembodied. And it's funny because, you know, online I'll like post a bikini photo and I'm not like ashamed of my body. But in that intimate setting, when somebody's seeing you in such a vulnerable state, like, that was really difficult for me because of all of these hidden wounds, right? And yeah, you've just changed my life, girl. I'm like, you've changed my life. You've changed my, my, the, my, the way that I experience the universe now. That's literally the amount of impact that this course has had on me. Oh my God. Um, thank you for uh, sharing that and that depth, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, the vulnerability in which you speak, like, you know, it uh, it speaks a lot about you, you know, and 
um, your journey of embodiment. And I just want to say uh, that, yeah, when it comes to vibrators and when it comes to, you know, like embodied sexuality, it's like, what is it really, right? It is understanding that this energy is so precious and there's a difference between leaking the energy and that means a release or using this energy for spiritual purposes and for, you know, like aliveness and connecting to your womb and connecting to this energy it can really, as you say, like you can heal your body. And when you awaken to this sexual energy within you, you can recirculate it throughout your body in a, in a microcosmic orbit. And this is all like module six, all about uh, sacred pleasure and ceremonial lovemaking, because Honestly, when you understand the potency of this, then you can relate it to your, your partner and then you can be with that person and cultivate this energy. And, and you know, like there's so many different practices, but we are not taught this because this can literally help you manifest the life of your dreams. And we're living in a society that we are like programmed. We are programmed in our schools, in the way that education goes and everything. So we are capped in a way that we, our spirit cannot really experience these higher states of consciousness because then we sleep around and then they, we feel ashamed and then you know like you sleep too little with people or you sleep too much and there is so much shame around it and there is not the vision that sexual energy is sacred and I have gone through the journey myself of like sleeping around I, I had a long relationship of seven years so I know exactly what you mean when when you talk about like a long-term relationship and and how the sex life used to be and how you get used to it and how you go through phases and you know like with every person is is different right and from that journey then I had uh like a couple of other boyfriends and then I went two years full single tinder dates uh, I would go out I would have one night stands it was the time for me to experience everything and I see how the self of the past that woman of the past was seeking those sexual experiences but it was never really fulfilling and after that journey I went in a moment of of going celibate until my ex-partner and then I went one year celibate my ex-partner and now I'm one year celibate and I've been with myself for a year and that doesn't mean that I I I work with my sexual energy, but I don't exchange it. And what I can say is like, I've never been so, so much more pleased, sexually pleased in my life that since I started to discover the practices of the Yoniac and the crystal wand. And that's why I, I, I love to share this inside of Mystic Priestess Awakening, because these tools can change your life, like the Yoniac and knowing how to do it in a way that is respectful, the crystal wands and, and do it as a ceremony, like do it really like the time for self-pleasure, at least an hour, oils, essential oils, touch, dance, embodiment, really uh, arousing yourself to your senses and then, you know, cultivating that presence and then you can bring that presence to your relationships. But if you don't have that for yourself, don't expect to have the most magical sex life with someone else because you are not reaching that within yourself, right? And... um <laughs> I love everything that you said. It's so, so, so true. You you have to be able to do it with yourself. And I love just looking at your journey because like, it's just such a good uh, example of how sometimes you're in these moments and you don't know why you're there. You don't know why you're experiencing the thing. You know, you're in that seven year, you, you've experienced that long-term relationship and then you experience, you know, sleeping around and having that. And then you experience celibacy. It's like, you know, you've really been taken on this journey. Like, you know, spirits just like experience this, have this, learn this. And now you're at this place of understanding, okay, no, like, this is one of the most, I reckon it's the one that's the most powerful 
powerful energy in the universe, to be honest. It's creation energy. And I remember when you took me through... Literally, you can feel the energy of orgasm all the way across the galaxy. Seriously? So uh, actually, uh, like higher dimensional beings that are not in the highest light can take this life force because as humans we are harvested in terms of energy and this energy is super potent and that's why there is porn porn is a spell and if you're still watching porn i totally recommend you not to because this is really affecting and this is siphoning this energy Mm, I love that you mentioned that because yeah, it, it it really, really, really is. And that's why we have been thought like that there is that shame and we want to like get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, expel it. But if you can actually hold on to it, like I actually had a friend that's also um, practicing celibacy and she like says, she literally says that like, she's so magnetic, like she could be out just, you know, doing her thing and people will like wait to talk to her. And she's just like out of nowhere. Like it just literally, it's your auric field. It is the most powerful thing in this entire universe and it's something that I wanted like do an episode about uh, because you know there's so much other stuff I want to talk in this uh, talk in this um, episode about but I'm I'm saying episode so many times but this is something I was going to talk about as well in a separate thing is that when I got into full receptive mode, into pleasure, first there were stages, right? There was accepting yourself. There was, we also go through emotional alchemy in the actual program. So Anna teaches you how to actually let go of the emotion, which we kind of skimmed over, but we'll come back to because it's really important. Um, And then, you know, you go into the pleasure, being receptive, working with feminine energy, life changer, game changer. I received my manifestations that I thought would take me months to get. I got it within the matter of months, right? And obviously I came to this point of like getting my manifestations and I was like, oh my goodness, like shit, now I have to hold it. You know what I mean? And so for me, it was this journey of like, okay, now that you know like how the universe works, you know how to get there, you've done all this work, what do you actually want now? Like create a life that's in full alignment. So that's another story. But um, yeah, that that's, um, let's go back to the emotional alchemy stuff because we spoke about, you know, the trauma around uh, the womb and and then the pressure points and stuff, because as Anna mentioned earlier, our muscles carry, it's like muscle memory, they carry memory and emotion. And when we start doing work in that area, when we start using yoni eggs, which are my, my favorite thing in the entire world, um, or the wands, or we do pressure point with our hands, we have emotion being released and it can be really, really, really intense. This is suppressed emotion. So do you want to go into explaining that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Thank you for for uh, reminding us to go through emotional alchemy because it's such a key aspect and it's sometimes a little bit forgotten, right? Uh, in this journey, and uh, I love that we're going through the whole program, and I'll just mention that uh, Mystic Priestess Awakening is a three-month program, and the first month, it's all about menstruation and ritual. And we, we go through the whole like hormonal levels, understanding that you are a cyclical being, knowing what to do in and what season, the herbs to use, the foods to eat. And, you know, all of the rituals that you can start to implement, like yoni steaming, we go really deep into yoni steaming because it really helps if you have PMS and if you have any uh, uterine problems, honestly, like it helps dissolve everything for like uh, from UTIs, from yeah you want to say it (laughs) uh honestly I I I do I'm like but I'm gonna let you finish and then I'll I'll tell you guys my UTI story because oh my goodness oh my goodness (laughs) I knew it I knew it I love it we have developed telepathy at this stage (laughs) literally right (laughs) 
so I knew. <laughs> no, it's so funny. At this stage, like we will be planning dates to meet up and she'll already like put the dates in her calendar of what like I've or what I'm going to say and she'll be like, oh my God, that's the dates that I, we like no prior discussion. <laughs> we just, to like we just did a meditation before this and she like could hear what I was saying. It was just so funny. <laughs> Honestly, it's uh, it's really insane isn't it yeah amazing and um going to the topic yeah so mystic priestess awakening it is this three month journey so the first month it's all about yeah these rituals that we can start to implement and then your bleeding becomes really nice it becomes easeful and you look forward to it because when you start to implement these tools it's amazing and also i want to mention before we forget about giving the blood to the earth um, I know I'm, I'm, I'm just going uh, <laughs> on a tangent, but I, I just want to say that there is a Hopi prophecy that says that uh, when women give their blood back to the earth, men shall come back from war. And that means that blood is being spilled in wars because women have forgotten the ancestral practice that it is to give the blood back to the earth. And the thing with that is closing a cycle. We're closing the cycle of life and we're giving to the earth the nourishment of our DNA, which is in our blood, the light encoded filaments. And what we're doing with that is connecting to the grid, the energetic grid of the earth and the womb of the earth. And then our intuition sharpens. And then there's something really deeply when all the female in, in the wall is connected to this practice, the wall lives in harmony and is healing. So, um, yeah. I love that you brought up that quote because that was actually one of my favorite things to um, hear from Mystic Priestess. Like when I heard that, it was just something shifted in my body and I was like, oh my goodness. And there's no way to describe the actual practice of giving your blood to the earth until you actually do it because I didn't understand the potency of it. And it's one of my favorite things to do. So that and Yoni Egg, I would say, is like up there. I love, love, love to give my blood to the earth because it like – the connection that you get to Gaia after that, it's like something that is otherworldly. You cannot explain it. It feels so natural and so right to be doing it. There is no other way to like put it into words other than it's just, it, it feels right. <laughs> and not only that, but it's also like a psychedelic journey. I feel like for me, when your DNA connects so deeply to the earth, I started to see sacred geometry patterns a lot more. I started to see like a heightened sense of connection with nature. I, I could communicate more with the birds and with the trees. And, you know, like there is a, there is something really deeply and it is so true. It's, you cannot put it into words until you try it. So totally encourage you if you're listening, maybe this is your sign to try it <laughs> and oh, tell absolutely. us afterwards. Yes, no, you have to, you have to do it. But yes, that, that increased connection to nature, like the way that it feels is like you're I feel like I'm molding with Gaia almost like I am like it's like I am one in the most um <laughs> in the most um what's the word Corn, corny way to describe it like but I am like that's what it feels like <laughs> yes I am yeah <laughs> I love it yes totally and, and you you connect right and and coming back to topic but this was important to to share as a as a journey right then you start you know connecting to these depths of the menstruation you you embody that wild woman inside of you you embody all the different archetypes of that 
And then you want to awaken to the power of your womb. But before you do that, you have to connect to your emotions and how to properly and safely release them. And this is the module on emotional alchemy in which what we do is process the emotions. Like you have to feel in order to heal. And this is something we forget. And there is like all like the theory we know. And you probably, if you're listening to this, you probably have done your share of like self-development and you, or at least maybe you're starting and you're starting to learn and courses and whatnot. And then, yeah, we know the theory, but do we dare to go deep into the emotion? Do we process it? Generally not. And the thing is that we need to do it in a way that it is safe. And Going into emotional alchemy, just really quickly for you to understand, it is the process in which you feel everything in a way that it is safe. And you do that through creating a container, which is masculine energy, container of 20 minutes. This is your time frame. This container helps the waters of the feminine, which are the emotions, to flow through. So these masculine and feminine polarities at play in our emotions. So if you are able to contain the waters, and I love to share this analogy that, you know, if you surf, uh, if you get caught by a, by a wave uh, and you're like all kind of drowning and you're stuck there. And if you're in Australia, I've been to Australia, so I know uh, the reefs and everything. I got trapped in one. I was like, oh my God. No, no, it's, it's a whole different story. I was actually topless in the beach and I was like close to the rocks and then I got taken away. I was like, oh my God, that never happens in Spain. And oh, then I've a been trapped guy in one. So. Oh, he saved you. That's like a love yes. story. And then he saw I was topless and then he looked away and I was like, hi, Europe, European girl. I love that. I love that you were safe though. Oh my goodness. No, the beaches here are intense. Like they're scary sometimes. <laughs> So, so you probably uh, know if, if you are by the seaside that when you're taken by a wave, um, you have to surrender. You have to surrender and then it's like, oh, and I'm dying and you have to let it pass, right? So you don't want to get to that state when you're releasing emotions because then it feels like very disempowering. What you want to do is create a container in which then throughout this window of time, you're going to be releasing in a way that it is a, perhaps like releasing anger, punching pillows, or like uh, feeling really small, feeling all the fear, crawling into a ball and really allowing yourself to feel all the fear in your body and, and telling the words to feel fearful just for a moment of time. You don't entertain this after this practice, but for that moment, you do that. And as you do that, you process all the emotions and then you release and then you're safely expressed and you made space for anything that wants to come and and when we tap into the journey of the womb a lot of emotions come because the womb is the space it is the chalice where we receive all the emotions and then we we need to be mindful that a lot can come up and when you're doing uh cervix uh like cervical de armoring which is uh like touching the cervix with a, with a crystal wand and awakening the cervix, the cervix carries so many emotions because it's connected to the heart. And after every cervix, the armor practice I, I have had, like I feel so emotional because there's so much that comes up. So I know that after the armoring, I have those tools and those frameworks to process those emotions. And then it feels really empowering. And that's why emotional alchemy is so important. And, and I would love for you to share a little bit about uh, the session that we had one-on-one, -on -one, if you'd like to share uh, how it was for you with the emotional alchemy. 
That session was absolutely necessary. First of all, to be able to do that with somebody in a safe container, like to be able to actually experience something that's so, um, I guess like women aren't allowed to express like that. Women aren't, oh, when, when, it's not that we're not allowed to, but you know, it's kind of like you have to keep it together all the time. You can't show anger. You're not a good girl if you're angry and like shit like that. You know what I mean? So to be able to have you create such a safe container where, you know, I could express, I could get angry and I could, I think that session specifically, I had been chased out of the the forest. I went to, I go to this forest and I really love that area so, so, so much. And I, I connect so deeply to, um, yeah, that, that area. And it's like my safe space. And in that moment, I was learning about, you know, my projection with males, like feeling like unsafe around them. So obviously I'm projecting, projecting that energy out. And oh my God, Anna, just in that you like, guys, I'm telling you, she's helped me in every aspect of my life. Like I used to be so afraid of men. Like it was, it was crazy. I couldn't be alone. I would always think like these awful thoughts. In that moment, I was put in an extreme situation where I basically had to run out of the forest and I was kind of followed to my car. And, you know, this isn't an experience that's isolated for me. This is something I've been experiencing my entire life. So I remember like you even just reframed my thinking about that. And in that emotional um, alchemy session, we really uh, dove into that anger and we released it. We felt what it felt like to be followed. We felt what it felt like to have your power taken away. And, you know, this might be triggering for some people. So I am sorry if it is triggering you because I used to be there. So I, I get that. But there is just something so powerful in having that reframe. And now like a practice that you actually got me to do is go out to like the shops, get dressed up, feel sexy and practice being in your womb, practice being in your body. And that's something that I'm still practicing to this day. So when I go out, I practice being in my own energy and not worrying about what's going on around me. And I'm telling you, the energy is completely different. It's just, it's crazy to think like how such a shift in energy. And it it took me to actually feel those emotions and release them in order to then do that. Because what happens is we hold on to it and then we get scared to release it. And this has been the hardest thing for me to learn in my whole awakening journey. This has been the one thing that I've struggled with because I've been scared to go to the depths of the emotion. But learning that emotions are just emotion, right? They're just they're just an emotion. They're not true. They just need to be felt, right? And I think because we feel so viscerally in this human experience, we mistake it for truth, right? We feel like it's truth and that's why we're trying to avoid it. But all you need is this like safe container, a safe outlet for, you know, anger, grief, sadness, whatever it might be, even happiness and joy, whatever, like just allowing that emotion to like flow through you and understanding that just because it's an emotion that you're feeling, it's not real. And uh, that's it, isn't it? It's almost like we identify with the emotions and then we make it mean like they are real right now at this right now moment and then we feel like we're dying and we're like oh my god I can't cope with this This is gonna be horrible I'm gonna die it is almost this trauma response and when we dive into the emotion we dive into the fear you realize that it, it, it actually dissolves and you lean into it and the more you lean into it the more you feel it in your body it goes because it just wants to be acknowledged it, it just wants to be loved it just wants to be felt and the moment you integrate that aspect then it no longer plays in your life. And I love that you shared that journey because, yeah, like it was it was really profound and I can relate, you know, to, to 
actually, this is something I refrained every time I would go out in the street and I would think, oh, men, 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 uh, he's going to look at me, he's going to... Uh, and these are pre-thoughts that we have been programmed because our society has been like that. We, what, how many women have never been uh, followed after a night out or like, you know, like we have, we've gone through shit. Every woman has a story and that's what's so crazy. Like every woman experiences this and this is why this work is so fucking potent and so transformational and needed. And uh, not only that, it, not only this, okay, you know, like working through the womb and working through menstruation, but it is a change of mindset and perspective, right? And it is almost like embodying that you are the creator of your reality. And I love because I also believe that we are creators and that with our beliefs, we can reprogram our subconscious mind into creating the reality that we want. So every time I would go in the street, I would look at the man and I would think he's my He's my uncle, he's my uh, father, he's my brother, he loves me and he sees me as a sister. And then I started to shift the energy and the way that men would reciprocate, it would be totally different because I was not putting that energy out. And this is the journey of the womb of like feeling into your energy and feeling that you are in control. And the more you tap into your own power, the more strong your boundaries are because you are not afraid to say no. Your no is sacred and you are opening up your throat because your womb is informing you to what feels good and what doesn't. What is a fuck yes and what doesn't. And going into this journey of the womb, it is the journey where you're going to have to say no to things that don't feel aligned. You're going to have to set up boundaries with people that have crossed boundaries in your life. And it's going to be challenging and there's going to be things that come up. But once you do that, you know very clearly that you can say no and you don't mind rejecting someone that is, you know, whatever it is doing, and you're able to say no to things. And then you can go into the world with your sensual expression, with your feminine energy in full radiance, because your masculine is strong, because your masculine is so solid. And this is all about module five. I know we're skipping, but it just, (laughs) yes. No, no, no. I love that you mentioned that because when I reframe that relationship with my own internal masculine wound, like when I started to realize that my masculine was going to set up those boundaries when I needed them, which we'll definitely get into in a moment. But I just want to go back for a second and talk about the, just that what we, what we mentioned about going out into, you know, the world and then reframing how you see men. I do want to just specify because Anna and I have this tendency to like telepathically communicate and understand each other so sometimes I'm like I'm, I just want to make sure that the words were clear so this isn't misconstrued or anything like that when we say like go out there and don't put that energy out there it's not to say that you're we're asking for it nothing like that right you it, it's all an energetic thing so like physically physically you can like where you know Anna will express how she wants like I don't wear a bra when I'm out like I'll express in my full feminine nature I'll wear short skirts I'll wear low tops and being able to express so safely and what makes me feel sexy and comfortable as a woman dressing exactly how I want doing myself exactly how I want the only thing that I'm changing when I go out is my internal energy what energy am I putting out there like am I projecting am I looking around for like waiting for it to happen compared to now when I go out and I'm like you know feeling sexy and embodied I I'm fully in my my own womb I'm in myself and all I'm concerned with 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 is how I'm feeling and I trust that if I'm ever in a situation where 
I have to get out of there for whatever reason or if I'm unsafe, my intuition is going to be turned on in that moment and it's going to be like, okay, you need to get out of here. It's like a subtle like, okay, we're going to go this way now or we're going to go that way. Like I know that I'm going to be protected, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. And thank you for the clarification because, yes, it's, uh, it's important to say it's, it has nothing to do with uh, the physical. It's, it's more so the energetics. And the analogy you can say is like you go into a bar and there is this um, guy that you like and then you're the whole time looking over and the energy can be felt, right? Like if you're looking over there, it's like <gasps> you start to create an energetic connection and then they look, they look over and it's like, oh, maybe there's something. Okay, the same situation, but it's a guy you actually don't want anything with. You start to put the energy out and they start to pay attention. It's like, oh, she wants something. She's, she's shooting the energy towards me. Oh, maybe she, oh, wow, she's so beautiful. And, and maybe it's like, maybe she, she wants it. And then you attract that energy as a magnetism because you are putting that energy out instead of being in your own center, knowing that you're okay, knowing, doing your thing. And then, you know, if anything happened, you can set the boundary. Exactly right. It's just like trusting that your intuition is going to set the boundary when it needs to. Going back to the no and the trusting your masculine, because it really is this dance between our feminine and our masculine, right? So it's like, yeah, we did all of this like feminine embodiment work. We're healing that feminine wound. We're coming back to this receptive mode, to this pleasure mode, to this flow. But you can't fully express in that either without making sure that your masculine has your back, trusting that the masculine energy is going to set those needed boundaries. And this was also another deep journey that we went on through the through this course together because, you know, Anna really pushed me to speak my truth and say no when it was so hard to say no. Like I was put in situations where I had to express my truth and say no, and it felt like death after death after death because, you know, I so badly just wanted to, you know, either tell a white lie to help that person, like, you know, so they didn't, they didn't know why I was really not doing something or just to say yes, just to please them. But that when you, it's like the little yeses you do, even when you don't want to, even if it's a subtle, I don't want to, that doesn't help you like fully get into that feminine receptive pleasure mode because you are still giving away your power and your energy to things that do not fucking light your soul on fire. And honestly, when you do things that you don't want to do, people can feel that. You're not even contributing to the situation in a good way. Like you, it's like, it's like you're doing the person a disservice for saying um, yes, and you're doing yourself a disservice. And that was a long journey to actually understand and fully embody. Do you want to talk on that a little bit? Yeah, definitely, because that was, you know, uh, such a big part, right? And also for my own journey, when I had to start to say no to things, I would feel bad, for instance, with social gatherings and with certain friendships that if you say no, uh, they take it personally. And there is this role within the group of friends that if you say no, like no one is allowed to say no, right? Otherwise you're, you know, like, why are you not coming, right? And then there is this guilt tripping and there is this energy of like, you know, you have to go. But actually, if you don't want to go, if it's not a fuck yes, then you, you end up showing up. And I'm sure you can relate showing up to a party and like, what the fuck am I doing here? Why am I here? I want to go. And then you contract and then you're like, oh my God. And then you are there and you're like, can I go now? Can I go now? It's okay. I've been here for an hour. Maybe I can go now. And 
people notice that like you are not in your radiance you're not in your shine therefore you're not in service to to your best self to your higher self and therefore like you're not there fully and you're creating resentment and frustration and that disconnects your womb and your pleasure because you're not tapped into what makes you feel excited and pleasurable and this is the journey of reconnecting and awakening to the womb of all the times you said yes when you wanted to say no right and and this is the journey of setting boundaries saying no and saying yes when it is a yes and saying no and then when you are able to say no then your masculine feels really strong and as your masculine is strong then you can be open in your feminine and that means you can be playful you can be sensual you can move in your own sensuality because you know if someone comes your way you're gonna say fuck off you know like no or like not necessarily like like that but more more so lovingly you're able to lovingly set up a boundary and because sometimes when we are too much in our feminine or too much we cannot set up boundaries what we end up doing is when we have to set up a boundary we set it up so harshly that it's like and it's like a like a dart you know like it's it's such a like piercing uh boundary that it hurts and then you feel guilty because you have hurt that person whereas when you are in your embodied truth and your embodied pleasure then you can say your truth from a space of love and from a space of hey no i don't want to do that thank you and you don't feel guilty and then you don't enter that game of the guilt and shame and the loop of lower frequency uh, emotions and, and whatnot so this is the journey of really owning your womb and owning your yes and owning your no and and coming into inner union and that's what we want we want to achieve a masculine and feminine polarity that is in balance because all beings we have both polarities within and when we're able to to create this dance of polarities and also in our businesses or in our lives we are constantly dancing between the masculine and the feminine so the moment you are able to acknowledge that you are neutral that you are in the middle that you are merging both of them within you then you can see that reality matches that and you you can see reality matching that you know people are going to respect you because you're respecting yourself and how are you expecting others to respect yourself if you're not respecting you know you oh, such a beautiful explanation and it felt so good to like relearn all of that and listen to that again because oh, it is so powerful like I can't tell you how safe your feminine actually feels to be in full receptive mode and to actually just chill and relax and to be in pleasure when you set up those firm boundaries, when you actually uh, have that masculine supporting you, that masculine structure in place, right? When you know that you've got your own back, when you know that you're going to set up those necessary boundaries and, you know, you can't intellectualize it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know I'm going to do it. No, it's actually taking action and doing it because once you actually do it, that's like that physical proof, right? that physical proof that no you are going to like speak your truth no matter what even if it's hard so yeah this just this whole journey has just completely changed my life and I love that we just basically went through all the modules again and just like uh, there's just so much to say in like such a short amount of time I'm like how do we fit it all in I feel like we did a pretty good job (laughs) in like embodying like what the course is about because now what I think is going to be incredible because I you know had the one-on-one container with Anna but recently she just did this uh, short course which was called Alchemy and basically in that we were with a group of women and we were going through like the essential embodiment like releasing anger and all of that 
that and shame. And I joined for the last class and it was about like expressing your sensuality, your sexuality in front of a group of women. And let me tell you guys, like this triggered so many sister wounds in me. I was like, oh my goodness, like this is another layer. This is another layer to that feminine wound to be able to do it in sistership, to do it in like partnership oh my goodness, and to be like that intimate and that vulnerable with a group of women. Like I said, I've done so many courses and like the relationships that you form are the forever relationships. They're life-changing. It's coming back to soul family. So I can't even imagine what it would be like to be doing this work that is so potent in sistership, in a community, in a group like that's like next level. And I said that to Anna, I was like, fuck, like mystic priestess in group form, that's going to hit different. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saying that because it truly, it truly is when you are surrounded by a group of women that they all, you know, are taking responsibility. They are all doing the work. They're all like, you know, like empowering themselves, like really magnetic and, you know, powerful women, but doing this work together and seeing and witnessing each other right it's so potent and in alchemy it we were in total we were 13 which is the number of the sacred feminine which I love like it was so beautiful and uh, to see the room you know every single woman felt something every and myself included as a as the the mentor in that moment I had my sister wounds triggered as well of like are they going to uh, gang, uh, gang up against me? Are they going to, you know, like turn their backs? Because that stems from this sisterhood wound that we carry. And I was uh, bullied at, in, as a teenager and I had uh, many women turn their back against me because the whole thing of like a woman liked my boyfriend and whatever. <laughs> it's a whole story. But I had this fear really deeply rooted within me. And also leaving a group container triggered so much for me as well and and also for all the women inside and it triggered it in the most beautiful way in a way that it was so healing and we ended up the container feeling so united feeling so understood and so seen and the potency of doing this work in sisterhood is actually insane and that's why I decided to take Mystic Priestess Awakening into a group setting because of this aspect. And also, not only that, but I also created a pathway for the women that wants to go deeper, that wants to, you know, like have this one-to-one mentorship. I created a VIP in which you can join the course and also have this high mentorship. And this is for a woman that wants it all. But also like if you tap into the course and you do the course, it's going to be so powerful because women are going to be literally supporting you and you're going to see menstruation issues you're gonna see someone that has an irregular cycle or someone that cannot orgasm because some some women come and they cannot orgasm or have irregular cycles and they just want to connect back into the womb right and and this is when you see other women going through similar things it's almost like you're all healing together and this is what's happening and we're starting at the end of this month and I'm honestly so excited for the group of women that is coming together and yeah, just uh, letting you know if this is speaking to you, come join us because it's going to be insane. And yeah, thank you for also sharing this message and for having me here so that all of your audience and all the women and men, you know, that you need to know that this is something that exists because not many people know about it. And it is so hard to put into words, isn't it? Oh, it's so hard to put it into words. And as I sit here, like just listening to you, 
I'm just like, this is, this goes beyond like connecting to sexuality and connecting to your womb. Like this is connection to life. This is literally connection to life itself, to soul, to like accepting yourself fully and wholly, loving yourself entirely, literally tapping into the abundance that this universe holds. Like there is just so much, um, you can create anything. Like once you learn how to fully, fully accept, like accept yourself and then like release that emotion. And then you like embody the creation aspect, which is sexual energy, guys. It literally is sexual energy. It is so fucking powerful. It has completely changed my life, like this whole program. So thank you so much. The fact that it's going to be in a group setting, I just think it's going to make it even more powerful Oh my goodness. Like I'm, I'm excited for all the women that are going to join that. Cause I just know that their lives are going to be completely changed. And like I said, I will never, ever stop. Like I would never stop talking about this experience because yeah, you changed my life. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Shulean. Uh, it, it honestly means the world to me to see you so passionately about this. And I, I'm sure like the people that know you uh, can relate and they told you already like wow like you were so passionate since the beginning and the thing is like you were you went for it and it depends on the energy that you enter the container with and I just want to make that really clear that you get like I don't get results for you you get your own results so as far as you want to take with the method I just give you the framework I push you but you do the work right and I'm not here to get you the results but if you put the energy and if you use this tool I can guarantee that you're gonna shift and it happens within weeks sometimes honestly it's like instantaneous and you're exactly right it's the energy that you come into anything with right if you want it to it depends on how far you're willing to take it I'm very extreme and I'm like oh my guys want me to do this I'm gonna do this to the fullest right and whenever I feel resistance I jump into it even more like I know that resistance is like it's like my next piece of the puzzle it's like oh I'm resistant to that I know that there's something that needs to be explored there so I want to even take it back to my friends yeah my friends are shocked like I said some of them are even shocked that I'm even having these conversations expressing myself through dance online like talking about sexuality talking about my period talking about my womb my best friend particularly like she I've actually had friends that have now that have worked with Anna since because they've just seen my natural transformation and they're like fuck like who is this girl now I've completely changed like I cannot tell you guys how much I changed. I was talking to my best friend last night and she's like, I've seen your transformation through Anna and she wants to work with Anna as well. Cause she's just like, I like, I've seen what happened to you. She's like, you were just so different, even like with my connection to my period and the way that I was with, um, my, my cycle. And now with how I live my life in respect to my cycle, how I have these boundaries up, like it's attractive to women. Cause they're like, Whoa, like you can live your life like that. Like that, like, you know, we don't have to like keep pushing against a brick wall. <laughs> totally. And, and that's the, the proof, right. Of like, uh, when you do the work and when you lean into the the pool, because uh, sometimes I have a lot of women feeling like, oh, this is so exciting. This is so interesting. And then there is this resistance, right? And and they're like, yes, the program sounds amazing. Yes, I'm ready for the prize, but maybe not yet. Not yet. I'm, I'm very busy right now. I think I'm, I'm, I have many commitments and they postpone it, you know, and it is this fear because this resistance will literally shift your entire life and it is not saying it lightly it's a shift of your lifestyle but it's not 
towards like, ah, like it's going to be contracted, but it's actually really expansive and you become so empowered, so magnetic and, and you utilize this sexual energy as a life force and, and you utilize it for, you channel it into creativity, into your business, into your, you know, creative projects into everything and and people in your life can notice it and it's amazing I've also received like wow like you're changing and and I see all the clients as well like like everyone is changing at their own pace but everyone is shifting because I'm not doing anything it is you connecting back to yourself and to your power which is your womb and I just give you the framework to connect back but this is, you already knew this. This is something you carry in your cellular memory. You carry that power within you. And it's so fantastic and amazing. It is. It's definitely a remembrance. And it is something that, yeah, we, we all know how to do. That's, that's the crazy thing about all of this. It just felt like a remembrance. It just felt like, oh my God, why haven't I always done this? That's why I forgot where I was. And like, I, it was really nice to just reflect and have that moment of like, wow, like, so much has shifted in such a short amount of time. But yeah, thank you so much for being here on the podcast and going on this journey with me and helping me to express the potency of this transformation in terms of connecting to the feminine wound. Honestly, it was just, it's been a transformation of a lifetime. You and I are advocates of investing in ourselves and we have invested in our fair share of courses. And I'm so glad that the universe led me to Mystic Priestess Awakening with you. Like it was just so, so special to be held under you and to learn from you. I am always still learning from you. Like the codes that you have and you hold have just like ignited a fire in my soul. Like I said, it's changed the way that I live my life and I'm going to get emotional speaking about this, but yeah, even like I've just, the way that you've hold, held my friends, it's not like an individual or, uh, individual or isolated thing. Like this is something that all the women that I've recommended to work with you feel. So yeah, I will forever be recommending you and talking about this program, girl. Honestly, changed my life. So if any of the listeners feel inspired and passionate, if they want to connect with you, if they want to do the program, where could they find you? Where could they do that? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And oh, it just fills my heart with joy, honestly, uh, being in purpose and, and just serving in this way. And thank you for for receiving the teachings and for saying yes to yourself because it is true it is hard to invest in yourself sometimes it feels scary I recently invested 10k in a business mastermind and I was like oh my god am I really doing this and it and it really helped right and it is really getting out of this comfort zone to to really say yes to yourself right and and just thank you thank you for for this because Honestly, going through this uh, remembrance is just bringing up so much joy and so much fulfillment. And uh, I'm so grateful for you having this conversation and so that more people can have this, uh, this knowledge that it is so, so um, not spoken about, right? If someone wants to find me, if you want to find me, I am on Instagram at Anna underscore gasol like gasoline <laughs> like g-a-s-o-l and um uh you can uh go find me and in there you can find a lot of like free content i have a lot of lives on yoni steaming on womb de armoring on ceremonial lovemaking and there's a like a lot of free content that you can already start, you know, educating yourself if you're not yet in a position to invest in yourself. And if you are, if you feel like mm, 
there is uh, something with this program, then uh, I would say reach out, have a conversation. I'm never going to uh, convince you into anything because this is not how I do business. And, you know, I respect the womb. I respect your fuck yes and your fuck no. So you can always inquire and have a conversation. I love having these conversations. And I love if, you know, if you are curious, just reach out and and let's connect and if you want to go deeper then we're going to start at the 24th of February and we're starting this journey that it's going to be three months and I totally recommend you reach out and then have a conversation and, and we explore it it is by application so you have to apply and then you know we have to see if, if that would be a match for what you're searching for and you know I'm really curating a, a group of women that are very empowered and very connected that, so that we can go really deep and we can go into vulnerability so if you think that you know you are enjoying this conversation I have no doubt that you would be an amazing match an amazing fit for the program and uh, yeah just reach out and um, let's connect and if you've been enjoying this I just want to ask you please share this message I want for so many women to and men to learn about this the potency of menstruation the potency of all of this please share it because it means the world to me and and to Shule and to all of us that we're doing this work on on awakening to our power that more women can can learn this information because you know like already with the free content and implementing a little bit you can already shift so much and if you want to go deeper I invite you inside Mystic Priestess Awakening and yeah thank you so much Shule for having me here and it's been my pleasure and thank you that you're listening and thank you and I'm so happy to be here oh such a pleasure such a pleasure and yes please reach out and yes share this share this knowledge start talking about it start the conversation like this is a movement honestly guys so thank you thank you again such a honor to learn from you thank you lovely (laughs) if you enjoyed today's episode please don't forget to give it a rate and review in itunes or spotify it would mean the world to me also if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform you can find me on instagram at shule ozek i would love to connect with you Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.